so Tim and I were talking and we were thinking about doing these things called quick pods. Um, what's a quick pod, you ask? When you got something to say, but you ain't got all day. Here's our first quickie. Okay, some things that happened this week. Um, let's talk about Brianna Taylor. I feel like we've been talking about Brianna Taylor for months. We'll be talking about her for months and years to come. Um, Brett Hankison, who um, was fired, who went AWOL after the shooting, mm. right? He uh, just pled not guilty to wanton endangerment. I believe pre-trial starts about a month from now, late October. Wow. Yeah, and this guy, just just filth, right? Whether filth, if it- Filth, flarn, filth is, is what my grandfather, filth, flarn, filth, yes. <laughs> the most filth. The um, most filth. Whether yeah. it was his bullets, right? Mm -hmm. Bullets multiple that killed Breonna Taylor or not. This dude is sitting on, what, four years of misconduct that just got completely oh. swept under the rug. And yeah. it wasn't until you had a bunch of girls coming to the defense of Breonna Taylor saying, mm -hmm. this is how he behaved inappropriately with me. We got to call it on a regular basis. On yeah. a regular basis. Mm -hmm you know, driving his personal vehicle or not a marked vehicle, but wearing his uniform? Like, was he even on duty? Well, also, let's talk about um, how narratives are different based on who you are, right? Yeah. So, like, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor have all had their reputations dragged through the mud. They've been accused of drugs or being involved with drugs in their past lives and whatever. But in this instance, that's not a part of the conversation right? Or right. like, that's not the top tier of the narrative, which like, hey, all's fair in love and war. What's fair is fair. So if we're considering all of the fuckery yeah. of one narrative, let's consider all of the fuckery of another. If maybe it. it is fuckery, maybe it's not, maybe it's true. Maybe it tells you a story that maybe you didn't put together and can help you identify what kind of person you're dealing with, yeah. right? It's the same thing that if we, you know, a girl says that she's been assaulted well then we want to talk about all of her partners and all of the things that she the reason why she put herself in that position but we never really do that to the aggressor and that's a fucking problem it's it's hella problematic and we saw the same thing with um with the cop who strangled george floyd mm -hmm. right years, mm -hmm. and years and years and years of misconduct mm -hmm. and at what point, at what point does it become acceptable across all political parties, just across human beings that we need to hold bad cops accountable, right? At the end of the day, isn't that what this conversation is about? Trigger happy officers who aren't paying attention to a situation or are paying way too close attention to a situation, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, and, yeah. and just, and just cut the bullshit and hold these dudes accountable for their behavior. Yeah, I don't think you and I are gonna live to see that day. I hope that we are, and I hope that our children are, but- um, I mean, I hope that my child is not a victim of a child oh, well, or a there's, cop. There's fucking that, you know? Yeah. We have those conversations a lot where it's like, you know, on the most, on the most simple level for the most simple-minded person, the long and short of it is, if you don't have to have a conversation about 
safety in dealings with police officers, or you don't fear for your life at a traffic stop, or you don't fear sleeping in your house, or you don't feel fear playing a video game with your nephew, or if you don't fear playing with a toy gun in the park, then you have privilege. If you don't have to have those conversations, if you don't have to pay attention to those things, then you need to take a look at yourself and you need to take a look at how you deal with folks around you and have a little bit more empathy and compassion. And I find it fascinating how hard that is for people to do and how unnatural empathy actually is. Yeah. And I think I said this, um, we were just talking about this, you know, not long ago. I think when people are forced to, forced to recognize these things, right? It gives them a sense of ownership. And then what are they supposed to do with it in that moment? And if you give someone just a little bit of responsibility for their behavior or for their actions or for their words or for any of those things, I don't know, maybe they feel like that's, that's a piece of themselves that they have to give away. And I'm not justifying it. I think it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You should always be able to look outside of yourself and, and understand someone else's point of view. You may not have to like it, but, but just get it and just understand and just acknowledge that, yeah, there's some shit that exists that maybe doesn't happen to you and doesn't correlate to like your everyday life, but yeah, but it correlates to somebody. And just having that awareness, I think, I don't think that it would solve all the problems, but it would sure shit make them easier to deal with. Yeah. Speaking of easier, Mm -hmm. can we talk about Trump's taxes yet? Yeah. I, th- I think we can. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's, that's the news. I'm so day. ready. So here's the thing. Unpopular opinion. Here we go. Send hate mail to a fake email address that we'll give you later. Um, the bigger issue is not, in my mind, is not the fact that a real estate mogul or corporate entity did not pay taxes. That is very much actioned within the tax code and it's encouraged by all corporations. (laughs) If we're all gonna hold ourselves to that standard, then throw your iPhone away, stop ordering your fucking Amazon Prime every five minutes and call it a day. When we say tax avoidance, Mm -hmm. well, no shit corporations want to avoid paying taxes. They're incentivized for it financially with huge windfalls every fucking year right okay so that's not new information it's also not new practice right what is interesting to me is digging into all of the teeny things like i'm gonna pay you as a consultant but you're on the board (laughs) Mm. no (laughs) you know what that's not a thing you know like I just do regular people taxes and I know that's not a thing you know what I mean so there's just there's these little tiny things and then the other piece of it is like at what point does America have the conversation or Trump's America and his supporters have the conversation of like oh shit like I just fell in love with a grifter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who told me it was it's like Sawyer on loss right like he's like he's got a suitcase full of money that's like not real not and real he's money. gonna it's not real money and he's gonna like 
fuck you and then like he's gonna try to leave the room and then the money's gonna open in the suitcase and you're gonna be like oh my god i'm gonna make this investment and you're gonna run away together like no one's running away together unless they're running away to jail like <laughs> jail is on the other end of this regardless whether it takes like whether it ends now in january or it's in four years from now there will be jail and some some dollar amount owed to some people which i won't even get into all the details that like gave me like it stressed me out <laughs> and these aren't like baby millions these are like massive stay puff marshmallow giant hundreds of millions <laughs> of dollars that make me uncomfortable even like saying them out loud it's just it's so fascinating he's such a con artist and mm -hmm. such a fraud. And I just, I'm, I'm super curious about what his supporters are saying. Are they just brushing this under the table? Is it just another yeah. lie um, that they can yeah. totally live with? I think that's what it is. I mean, from what I, I tend to watch both news cycles, mm -hmm. um, whether it's liberal or, liberal or conservative, just because I want to see what both sides of the house are saying, because quite frankly, I think all news can be quite problematic, but yeah. um, I like to see what the tactics are. So CNN's tactic is avoidance, which I, again, unpopular opinion, not a crime. The mm -hmm. tax code says it's not. Um, the conservative crowd is like, this isn't brand new. Like this isn't new news. We've always right. known that you wanted this bone to chew on and now you have it. Yeah. Um, the, the fascinating part to me is just the overall, um, the con artist aspect, right? Yeah. And like, the like the random things that are in what was that you were telling me about his like his haircuts whoa so seventy thousand dollars <laughs> for his hair he wrote it off as a work expense i guess well there's a whole the portion missing like there's a whole portion of it missing like, i don't well, understand no hair yes <laughs> like seven hundred and fifty dollars is that what you said did you say seven hundred fifty dollars i said seventy thousand dollars oh seventy okay <laughs> sorry 70, my bad. It's $70,000 worth of hair care for a literally a for whole a section missing. For like a flop. He, but this again is like, okay, so no wonder you're a failed businessman because you spent that much money. Somebody charged you for that haircut and you couldn't figure out that you were getting duped, man. I mean, he paid it. Yeah, Plus, I don't know. I guess that hairstylist, like, Right. Where are Get they? Get that money, boo-boo. Get that Do money. It. So Do it. I guess from my perspective in general, like my tax bill was very expensive last year. I do understand that um, corporate taxes are different than our everyday taxes and they're different in the way of how politicians pay their taxes. I have a very good friend that I called her last night and I was like, educate me because I don't want to speak. Obviously, I, I did not learn all of the tax code laws um, in the United States between yesterday and today. But, um, you know, in general, it's disheartening. It's disheartening that um, this number 700, I spent more at Target uh, yeah. this month than he's paid in taxes since he's been the president <laughs> of the United States. Um, so that's weird. Um, and well, also, I, I think also... I might have a problem. I also wonder, like, he suspended his pay, mm -hmm. right? He said he didn't want to be paid as president. So Correct. does he have any secondary income? Is he still making money off of 
but also like don't you owe people money why are you just foregoing a paycheck like i'm pretty sure i owe you 20 dollars. i gotta work tomorrow like what <laughs> i need a check like that yes. doesn't make any sense take that like, presidential money and pay off your debt dude right like take that check take that check like what are you doing i guess like in general like i was saying like if you have you are the leader of the free world and there are people there are firefighters there are teachers there are teachers that have to work two jobs there are middle-income families that have a hard time with their tax bill mm -hmm. and you can't be bothered and i think that that is the crux of it right it's like people want to know that they're like you're the same as me and it's very clear that he's not and i think that he knows it and i think that everything that happens now comes into question because are the decisions that you make financial decisions to open up the company during co open up the company open up the world or the country mm -hmm. during covid are those financial decisions for you because you're a gajillion bajillion million in the hole what does that mean? Does that include your company? It's like everything is a, comes, becomes a conflict of interest when you're that far in debt. Also, who do you owe that money to? That's a really That good to question. me yeah. is key. Who do you mm -hmm. owe that money to? Do you owe that money to Putin himself? Because we are fucked. <laughs> you do. <laughs> now we can all say that these choices are being made for a reason, right? Like yeah. that's the stuff it's like, a New York Times article isn't going to get into that much detail, mm -mm. but like, I'd love to know that much detail. Like who do you, just on the, on the most basic level, who do you owe that money to? Because that tells me how much danger I'm in. And it's like from, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. it's like Molly, you in danger girl. Molly. Like you owe Putin $200 million and he wants his money now, now. <laughs> you know? So I just figure, I don't know. And again, this is all coming from like, hey, I'm not a tax attorney. I can barely do my own taxes. But what I do know is that my tax bill was $8,000 last year and my president paid 750. Yeah, there's uh, something wrong there's with the system. Yeah. Um, speaking of our system, let's talk about our justice system and what size bonnet you think will fit on your head and if we might actually need it i'm feeling like i am and should i prepare myself for the colonies or should i prepare myself for jezebel's go i um i i can't be a handmaid so but i can be a martha i think i'd make a pretty good martha you would make a really great martha i would i can you're very cook. warm and cozy i am yes. and like you mm -hmm. have you know what i don't want to get into like how the babies come to be but yeah i think that i would be a good martha um yes i would prefer working at jezebel's if anyone knows me knows me well <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i feel like if i had to go anywhere in this post-apocalyptic weird world you would go to like, jezebel's that would be where you would go 100 percent. there is oh my god booze and drugs for my coping mechanisms like i feel oh, well. like those ladies yeah, they have it rough and it's awful. It's all awful, but I'd be drunk the whole time. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And I, I, but, 
ladies, I do have an extra bonnet if anyone. Yes. Yes, because Tamala dresses up like handmade like every Halloween and it's sometimes in between. Yes. And it's starting to lose its humor. (laughs) It is. I feel like this Halloween though, I'm still gonna put it on and I I want to send a message. Mm -hmm. So do you think that they get it? Like, do you think that the like do you think the people that are voting for Trump and the people that are supporting Amy Coney Barrett in the Supreme Court and her affiliation with people of praise, do you think that they, do you think that they care? I don't think they care, Mm -hmm. but I do think that they will understand. But what does that mean? Like if they, if they, if they understand, but then they don't do shit with that understanding, then it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about our elected officials. How often I mean, do write letters? I think we do letters? quite frequently. Yeah, we know. Say the, yeah, say yeah. the same things. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe it's my weird sense of humor or just my weird cheekiness or No, I love it. Just don't get me petty, wrong. Right? What? Like I'm just kind of being petty. Like I just kind well, of like look at yeah, my I personally in my yard and give your kid my candy. You want this candy? oh that's weird that was weird that was very predatorish you should be really careful when you say things like that I won't ask the kids if they want candy I'm just gonna leave it on the table he wants some candy (laughs) um so that's horrifying um okay so no it's fine um it just got a little dark real quick um Amy Coney Barrett (laughs) Amy Coney Barrett she sounds like a hot dog um I just feel scared and I feel like I don't know what's going to happen next and I don't know what's going to happen you know for you know we talk about Roe v. Wade and that's been a lot of the focus of the conversation um but there's not enough conversation about healthcare, and that because that's that's where this is going Mm -hmm. um and the reversal of so many different rights for marginalized groups yeah um and that just what does that domino effect look like do i really truly even on my most anxious day think that we will be hanging from a wall out in the colonies at jezebel's or god forbid be handmaids no um i'm hoping and i'm praying that we we'll hold all our democracy up and we will create balance, which is what the courts are all about um, and, or what they should be all about. Um, and we won't have to feel that scariness. But when, when you read about her affiliation and then there's literal context to handmaids, it kind of makes you feel like, what don't you get? And this is not limited. It's not like all liberals will end up you know, doing this, this is everyone. This is every woman is at risk. All of their daughters mm-hmm. are at risk. And that, and the question that people need to ask themselves is how far are you willing to push it because of some piece in some corner that you can't quite get comfortable with? I get super concerned. I, I don't have... Uh... I don't have a huge problem with organized religion. I don't. But when I feel like 
it affects other people's day to day who may or may not share those religious beliefs. Like keep your religion out of my home. And that's what concerns me the most about having someone who is so devoted to their faith that they may or may not lose sight of law. Mm -hmm. That's may or may not. I don't know how you do it. I really, I really don't. And that's, and if I could, I want to hear her out. I want to hear what she has to say because quite frankly, I'm a woman and she's a woman. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear what she has to say, but everything that I'm seeing up until this point tells me that I'm not going to like what I'm going to hear or that I'm going to be sold a raw bag of goods and then end up, you know, at Jezebel's. And I think at the, at the end of the day, I don't really want to go to Jezebel's. And it's, at the end of the day, long and short is people need to get their shit together and they need to start asking themselves, how much are you willing to risk for your fear? Yeah. Cause that's really what this is. It's this protection of a fear and to, and to control a fear. And if you like just let it go, then think about all the things. I mean, we talk about this on our podcast all the time. We always, our favorite question is, you know, what do you, what's your favorite thing about having an open heart? And the answers are always the fucking same and they have to do with inclusivity every single time. And it is, I wish I could teach that to more people, but I, I don't know how you break down the, the fear monster inside of them that causes them to hate black people and fear LGBTQ community and, and to fear, you know, everything that's not quote unquote normal to them, mm-hmm. you know? And then there's people who are just assholes. We talk about this a lot too. At what point do you just say like, mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to write yeah. people off. I hate yeah. doing it, but I've had to do it you know, more often, more often in the past six months than I've ever had to in my life. And I'm, I'm slow to cut people off. You know, you are, I am like a, yes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Tamil and I have known each other since we are what ninth grade, 10th grade, like 15. Uh, Yeah. 15 years old. Um, we are now not 15 years old. And, um, Yes, Tamla is like, we'll wait and give grace and all those things. And I'm like, you're fucking dead. You're dead to me. Die. Are you, I, did I, is that you? It must be somebody else because you're dead. Right? So, yes. So, you know, message to those, because I also met a fierce best friend, you know, message to those who, you know, if, if Tamla has taken the time to cut you out of her life, it's for good reason. Yeah. And you're probably not coming back. It wasn't easy. And And uh, you're probably not coming back. (laughs) Yes. And uh, don't let the door hit you on your ass on the way out. Kick rocks. Um, Kick rocks. What other kinds of things can we say to tell people not to come back with their negative energy and their unsupportive behaviors? I mean, just How about just like peace out? Bye. 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 All right. Bye. Anyway, I think we should go. Um, because we'll defeat the, uh, purpose of a, uh, quick pod. Yeah. We'll be here all night. If you will. Everyone loves a quickie. Um, Tamala, you're the best. I'll see you next week. You are. You guys have a great night. Bye. Bye.